thank you for listening to today's message. I am Jesse Gutierrez, pastor at Mercy Hill Church in Chula Vista. Our goal is to help you live the Christian life as God intended for you to live it. We pray that this message ministers to your life and brings you into a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. To know more about us, visit our website at www.mercyhillcv.com. God bless. Some time in prayer. And, uh, you know, I started to realize uh, how many uh, times, you know, I have to make a decision. Uh, and, And decisions are always before me. How many times, how many times do, let me ask you a question this morning. How many of us wish we could dial back the clock, right? One year, maybe five years, maybe, maybe dial back the clock 10 years and make some changes to the decisions we've made, right? We all do. We all can relate on that level. Everybody has some form, some, some type of of regret of decisions that we've made. And and that's where this this series is birthed from. How to make spirit-led decisions this morning. And I want to spend some time the next couple of Sundays talking about how we as, as Christians can get better at making godly decisions. Are you with me this morning? We have all learned uh, to some extent how to move past the outcomes of these decisions. In part because life is, is all about making decisions. Sometimes there's the uh, less few, the, the undesirable outcomes of the decisions we make. But here's the thing. We cannot not make decisions, right? We're, we're, we all encounter this Fork in the road many times weekly, daily. Maybe after church, you have a decision to make. And we can't avoid it. We have to make decisions. Right? But here's the question I want to ask you this morning. How can we, as Christians, as believers, get better and making decisions. How can we do that? We're going we're gonna to look into that, into our introduction this morning. We're going to talk about that. Well, I believe that God wants you and I this morning to get better at making decisions today. I believe that's what he wants for us. He wants us to get better at this decision-making process. The decisions we make every day seem small to us, right? There's a lot of choices that we make that seem small, but they always have big implications and sometimes bigger consequences for good or bad. The little day-to-day choices that we make are very important. They prepare us to make the right choices when the big decisions come, right? Sometimes it's hard to make decisions. It's difficult. How many times have you and your spouse have been in the car thinking about where you want to go eat? And you're going down 4th Avenue, hello. You're going down 3rd Avenue, you're going down Broadway. You're cruising down Highland. And it's like, where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Where do you want to go eat? I don't know. What sounds good to you? I don't know. And, and have you ever, or maybe I'm the only one, I'll put myself out there, that you've spent all the time not knowing where to go. 
can't make a decision. Am I talking to myself this morning? Am I preaching to me this morning? Hallelujah. <laughs> Maybe picking a gift for someone special can be difficult. If you're at a shop for uh, maybe your spouse or your mom, and it's like, oh, I've given them everything. Or, or where, where do my kids, where should they go to school? That can be a tough decision. Is it time for me to look for a new job? You know, that's, that can be a difficult decision. These are big decisions that we make. How many of you, how many of you know this morning that the wisdom to make the right decision in small and in large matters is a gift from God. It's a gift from God. Understanding this should make us more conscious of the decisions that we make and more willing to include God in the process. See, I believe this morning that Jesus cares about our day-to-day decisions and he wants us to be better at these choices that we make. I believe the way that we're going to make spirit-led decisions for these really big issues in life will come when we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our day-to-day decisions, right? How, I mean, we've, we've all been in that situation where we've reached this gigantic decision, this mountain before us, and we wonder how are we going to make that decision, How are you going to lead us? Well, I believe that the key to to knowing what to do when you encounter those big decisions is the process of allowing the Holy Spirit into all the other decisions that you make day to day. And we're we're going to look into that a little bit more. Especially now that we have this superpower dwelling inside of us called the Holy Spirit. I believe it is the will of God for everyone to have an abundant life by the day-to-day decisions that we make. This abundant life that Jesus spoke about in in John 10, verse 10, where where Jesus says, the thief only uh, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus was referring to two aspects of living The first was the present. God wants all those who have given their lives to him to have a more than enough life in the spirit. Secondly, God is talking about the future life to come, the eternal life that we have in Christ. So Jesus was saying, I want you to have this overflowing life while you serve me, while you're on the earth while you're living for me. But listen, it's a two-fold promise. Not only do I want you to live abundantly, I also am promising you eternal life. That's what Jesus was saying about the here and now. When we begin to allow the Holy Spirit to influence and govern the decisions we make, we tap into the life, this abundant life. Now, Jesus wasn't talking about a perfect life. He was talking about abundant life. Abundant life is not synonymous for perfect life. And I want to explain why. 
Jesus never said that we would have a perfect life. As a matter of fact, in John 16, he says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We need to understand this morning that the abundant life isn't synonymous for a perfect life. If we are going to, we're going to go through times of testing and trial and faith building. So by no means... Will it be a perfect life? But if we allow the Holy Spirit to help us with the decisions we make, we will most definitely always live an abundant life. Because an abundant life isn't tied to how much money you have. It's not tied to your health. It's not tied to the things that we possess. It's tied to the Holy Spirit and its influence in your life. Now, What am I trying to say this morning to all of us? That our decisions have consequences, whether good or bad. And the more I am spirit-led in my decision-making process, the more abundant my life will be in Christ. Every decision that we make has a consequence this morning. Upon hearing this introduction, maybe your mind goes back to a time where if only you had made a better choice, Perhaps things would have gone better. The big picture in all this is living according to God's will and allowing the Spirit to lead us in everything that we do. That can look different to many of us. For example, what does it mean that I need to allow the Holy Spirit into my day-to-day decisions? What does that mean? Does it mean that I need to pray whether I'm going to read the book of John or the book of Revelation? Does it mean that I should pray if I'm going to go paleo or keto or intermittent fasting? Does it mean that I should pray about whether I am going to enroll my kids in soccer or baseball or football? I mean, does God really care about all my decisions? And the answer is yes. See, I want to talk this morning about a key verse that we're going to focus on in this introduction. And that's found in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6. And it says, In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Notice it didn't say, when it comes to the important things, acknowledge him. Or when things get out of control, acknowledge him. Matter of fact, what it's saying is bring God into everything that you do. And when those big decisions come around, you will be able to see clearly. That is what the scripture is telling us this morning. You bring me into all the small things in your life. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Bring me into every aspect of your life, is what scripture is saying. And I will allow you to see those big things clearly. I will make those paths straight. Acknowledge me in all your ways, and I will make your paths straight. Bring me into your life. I want to be in the know. Bring me into those things. And when you encounter those mountains, it's not going to be a scramble 
Oh my goodness, I better start praying because I don't know what to do. God is saying in his word, acknowledge me, bring me into your life. I want to be involved in every single aspect so that when you encounter those paths, I'm going to make them straight. I'm going to clear the road. When you, when you encounter that mountain, I'm going to make a road right through it. That's what the scripture is saying this morning, to acknowledge him. Well, maybe you think this morning, well, that seems kind of silly. I mean, am I really going to pray about every decision? Most of the time, it's more than that. Most of the time, it's about the relationship that we have with God. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So, you know, you're saying like, okay, it's kind of weird. Am I going to be like this, this monk, right, that I'm, I'm at Starbucks and all of a sudden I have to pull over to the side and pray, Lord, what should I? No. <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. That's not what, what it means here. And we're going to talk about what I'm talking about this morning. Most of the times it's about being in alignment that will help you see through the spiritual lens. Being in alignment. Many times it's not that we don't have a relationship with God. It's that our ideas and desires are out of alignment. Have you ever been late to the party? Now, I'm not talking about a location. I'm talking about being out of sync. Being not aligned with what the other person is saying. For example, maybe some men can relate to me. But, you know, imagine your wife is talking about your anniversary or the kid's birthday party or something important to her. Or maybe your mom or your brother is telling you something important. And it, maybe the conversation goes something like this. You know what? I would really love to do something special for our anniversary. Maybe go have some somewhere, you know, go somewhere nice to have dinner. And, and if, you're, if you've made the mistake I've made, you know, uh, maybe my mind is on work or on other things. And I'm just thinking convenient. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Denny's sounds nice. You know, not that I've said that, but I'm just saying an example is that you, you come out left field and then you, you stop because you see the expression and you're like, okay, what did I just say? Oh, yeah, this is a serious conversation. And then you realize that you're, you're not in alignment. Or, you know, if, or sometimes maybe someone's pouring out at work something, something, tra something serious. And, and you're smiling. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you realize, this is a serious conversation. I mean, am I the only one? I know that's, that's happened to me where it's like, uh, okay, okay, this is, this is serious. Okay, I got to i got to be in alignment here. Now, the problem here is that sometimes our minds can be disconnected from the situation in front of us. We make decisions that are not in alignment with God's plan. That's the issue. When we're not in, in alignment with the Holy Spirit, when we don't invite him into the day-to-day -day decisions that we make, we're out of alignment. So that when it's time to make those, those decisions, it's hard. 
It's difficult. We don't know what to do. We're, 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 we're stuck because we have to get in alignment. And the way to do that this morning is to invite Jesus into your life. And I'm not talking about the sinner's prayer. I mean that in everything that you do, acknowledge him. Now, although we can't avoid to make decisions, we can choose the motive for every decision that we make. And that motive is changed when God is active in our lives. Now, let's read what it says in 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9. It says, And you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve him with a whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searches all the hearts and understands every plan and thought. If you seek him, he will be found in you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Now, this was David's opportunity to pour some decision-making knowledge into his son. As he begins to lead the kingdom, Solomon. And he says two things that stand out to me. He says, serve God with a whole heart and a willing mind. And then he says, for the Lord searches all the hearts and understands, keyword, every plan and thought. In other words, bring God into every part of your life. Align yourself with God. Because he will bring this, because as we bring decisions to him, he will bring his knowledge and understanding to your life. That's what that scripture means. That he, that he searches all the hearts, that he knows all the plans. So as we are connected, as we are aligned with him, and we have these plans in our heart, that he, he, he searches and he knows the motives, and he speaks to us clearly and says, that's not good. Or I support that. I am with you. See, the Lord has the power to slice and divide and know the motives of our heart and know what decisions are good for us and what decisions will hurt us. And if we have this alignment with him, our decisions will be clear. Now, for those that have worked with uh, film cameras, I, I, I used to take a lot of film photography and there's this mode called manual mode. And if the focus ring is not aligned with the subject, no matter how great the shot is, it could be waves crashing and golden hour and, you know, it could be a perfect shot. But if my focus ring is not aligned with the subject, I will be out of focus every single time. And many times as Christians... When we make decisions, we're not in alignment. We're not focused. We're not aligned with the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter how good the opportunity is. It doesn't matter how great everything looks. Many times we can mess up even the best opportunities because the Holy Spirit, we don't have that connection, that alignment. 
Are you guys with me this morning? So here is my main point this morning to close this introduction. When I begin to see the way God sees, I will begin to do as he does. Are you with me this morning? When I begin to see the way God sees, I will begin to do as he does. Many times we make decisions on a whim. I am the first one to say that has been me. I've made decisions and without prayer, without acknowledging God, and and I've made mistakes. But See, as we begin to align ourselves with God, as we begin to bring God into our life. See, God is not a respecter of person, but he is a respecter of principle. Are you with me? God is not a respecter of person, but he is a respecter of principle. And if you acknowledge him, he respects that. He honors that. You bring him into your life. You bring him into your decisions. Does, does God care about where you go? Does he care about what you do with your free time? Does he care whether you got up and acknowledged him in the morning? Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. He cares about all those things. And if you begin to acknowledge God, he will honor the principle. God does not honor our aspirations, but he honors our application. Are you with me? Lord, I really wanted to do this today. I really wanted to pray. I really wanted to, to, to bring you into this conversation. I, I, I really, 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 God doesn't honor our aspirations. He honors our application. Doesn't matter how much you know. Doesn't matter how much Bible knowledge we have. It doesn't matter what we can quote. Are we applying it to our lives? That's the key. That's the key to our decisions. You know, it doesn't matter how good you are at making decisions if you're not acknowledging God, if you're not bringing him in. You're not honoring him. And he's not honoring your decisions. This morning, When we begin to see the way that God sees, we will begin to do as he does. I hope that stays with you this week as we begin this series into our decisions. My decisions need to be aligned with his purposes. My plans will be searched. My paths will be straight. I need God to influence all my decisions From those decisions will come an abundant life. Amen. Now, this morning we're concluding part one of our decision-making process, spirit-led decisions. Now, honestly, I didn't know this is something new for me, and I didn't know how long this was going to go. But this is the conclusion to our introduction. Amen. So let's stand to our feet this morning as we come before the Lord in prayer. I pray that you will take this to heart this morning. God wants us to be aligned with him. He wants us to be fruitful this morning. 
He wants us to have abundant lives. Amen? Let's pray. Father.